Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. The last show that we did did not go up because the last show we did recorded horribly. It was horrible. The recording was horrible. It was so bad I couldn't put it up. It's a shame. It was a wonderful show, but something was messed up, and it's it's unlistenable. So there's no replay from the last podcast because it's simply unlistenable. But this one's going to be totally listenable, and this one's going to be much, much better than... Uh, Hang on, I gotta fix my mic here. Okay, then any of the other, then the last, but I'm telling you, it's gonna be a great podcast. Great podcast. One second, we have guests this time. Hang on. There was a lot, a lot, lot going on since we've done a show last time. There's a lot. I'm gonna be discussing some things, okay? I'm gonna be discussing some solutions to our ban uh, flavored vapor products problem. Some of you are not going to like them. I really don't care. At this point, we need to do what we can to save this industry. I'm going to explain how we got to this point again, because I know there's going to be a lot of new people listening, and they have to understand how we got to this point. Why was Donald Trump on fucking TV yesterday saying, I'm going to agreeing to, he didn't say it, but he agreed to ban flavored e-liquids, ban flavored e-cigarettes, why is he agreeing to that? How did it get to this point? I'm going to explain to you how I got to this point, and I'm going to explain to you what we need to do to stop that, what we can do. I don't know if we can stop it, but what we can do to hopefully stop it. I'm going to go through all this. I have guests that are going to help me discuss this. It's going to be a wonderful thing. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about the horrific, I'm sorry, fucking horrific appearance, appearance by the VTA on Fox News. I, I, oh, my God. You're going to hear that. What, and then you're going to hear what you should be doing when you're on a major news station talking about vaping and vapor products through Gray Connolly, who fucking was a rock star on that goddamn CNN this morning. I couldn't believe it. It was so crazy. I woke up. I woke up. CNN, for some reason, was on my TV when I fell asleep. I woke up, and boom, they're talking about vaping, and there's Greg. I mean, I just, I'm waking, I'm watching. I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was the most riveting television they didn't put the whole interview up because I think they're kind of embarrassed because Greg really showed them up. It's a shame because there were some parts there that were fantastic, but I have most of it. So you can hear that as well. There's a lot to talk about. This is going to be fun. Hang on. Let me find my guest. Let me turn them up. Oh, boy. Hi, Jen. Hello. Um, I'm calling you individually because I guess there's no Wayne. So we're just going to skip oh. Wayne. Oh. Yeah, I know. He, he must have forgotten. He must have forgotten. Yes, that's happened before. That's it's not the first time that Wayne was supposed to be on and didn't come on. But that's okay. Because that, as long as I got you, that's all That's all I care about. I think you're, <laughs> you're, 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 I think you're, be well, you're not, well, listen, I'm not going to get into that anyway. Um, <laughs> there's so much to talk about. I got to bring up my show notes. Hang on one second. I have so much stuff. At the beginning of the show, for those of you, someone was wondering, what was that song at the beginning of the show? That was The Vaping Witch of Santa Fe. Um, I recorded The Vaping Witch of Santa Fe because, you know, he is really a representative of what a lot of the vapors are like. <clears throat> I shouldn't say that. A lot of the hobbyist vapors, Jen, I will say. A lot of the hobbyist vapors... Um, 
are unfortunately part of the reason why we're here in the first place <laughs> with these panning of flavors. Not, okay, so anyway, the Vaping Witch, um, he called into a show that was on my uh, network years ago, a podcast on Genie's Podcast. Mm. And yep. yeah, do you remember this? The Vaping yes. Witch was upset because he was vaping in a Starbucks and he was told to stop. He wouldn't stop. He refused, so they had to throw him out. So yeah, he, so he was like one of the guys that was walking through Walmart blowing huge clouds and filming himself. Yeah, yeah. So so he was he was calling the podcast because he, he really thought that people were going to agree with him and be like, yeah, that's messed up, man. Yeah, that's fucked up. You were vaping at a Starbucks. They threw you out. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, and I do have a part of it. Hang on. So here's a part of the call. Here's actually where Russ called in to, to talk to the vaping witch of Santa Fe. Russ was trying to explain to him why he's wrong, why... You know, you just can't walk into a, a business and start vaping. It's a public place. You can't do that. And the vaping witch didn't seem to understand that. And unfortunately, a lot of vapors are like the vaping witch, and that's part of our problem. Hang on. Here's here's the vaping witch of Santa Fe arguing with Russ. Uh, actually, it, it, underneath a Stalinistic society, they, um, when they try the to impose fascist about? rules, when what they try to impose their fascist rules, it's not Rules. fascism. It's somebody owns a business. It's their property, just the same as your home is your property. If you tell somebody who comes to your home not to do something and they do it anyway, how are you going to react? You're associating apples and oranges when it comes to a public place versus a private place. <laughs> a private place is a private business. Actually, the private, it's not a private place when it's open to the general public, like inside a brick-and-mortar shop. <laughs> That's not necessarily true. Restaurants uh, uh, restaurants, uh, and uh, bars uh, are uh, private uh, establishments. Uh, Jeannie, I'm, I'm just going to cut you off so I can go. Th- this guy's a lost cause. I'm not interested in talking to him anymore. Good luck, man, but please don't do any other harm for vapors because it sounds like you're doing plenty of it already. Can yeah, I- so see, and, 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 the, and this was the problem, and I kind of, you know, I— I kind of don't blame the vaping witch because back this was years ago when that happened. Back then, uh, the vaping industry was actually encouraging people to go out and vape in public places. And I would say I've done it. Yeah, I well, mean, but, I've, va- I've vaped co- quietly in a mall before. That, uh, I've vaped in a Panera Bread while having my coffee off in the back corner, but I'm not blowing clouds. Yeah, it was just okay. a little bit. Okay, well then let me <laughs> clarify. Uh, they called it stealth vaping. We're not talking about stealth yeah. vaping. <laughs> We're talking about they, they would go out and sit in a restaurant, start blowing these big, and I would say, why are you endorsing that? Here was their response, because we want to educate people. We want people to see you vaping, so they ask you what it is. You can educate them on what it is. No! I would say no. no. If I'm sitting in a, I'm a vapor, and if I'm sitting in a fucking restaurant and some asshole starts blowing these big clouds around me, I'm going to be like, fuck you, dude. Get rid of that. You know, it, that, it was the clouds, bros, clouds, douche guys that were doing that. Well, yeah, but it was I all, mean, but they were also encouraging people to vape in places like that, bars, yeah. restaurants, because they wanted people to to educate them. No, that 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 that's that's the first thing we did wrong. That's a minor thing we did wrong in the beginning, but that's the first thing we did wrong. There's two other major things we did wrong to get us where we are today, but we'll get to that in a minute. So anyway, we have a call in number three four seven two zero two one one six two. If you don't like anything I'm saying, call in. If you like what I'm saying, call in. If you think I'm an asshole, Wait, call you, in. Can you re- say that qu- slowly because I'm slow? It's 347-202-1162. <laughs> uh-huh. 
too. Yes. Okay. I'm just putting that in my comments. On that my is the call-in number. Yes. So people can call in if they have questions. If they like something Jen said, they don't like something Jen. You can't hurt Jen's feelings. Don't worry about it. She's fine. <laughs> she wouldn't be on here if you could. Um, and Jen understands uh, who I am because she's been listening to me for years, which I don't know why, but it's <laughs> fine with me. Anyway. Uh, okay. So we got to the vaping witch thing. Anyway, let's move on. So. Before I get to all this Trump and vapor ban and flavor bans and what we're gonna, what we're going to do here in Connecticut, what I'm going to do here in Connecticut, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about it. I want to get to something first because this is the most bizarre thing I've seen all week. Donald Trump saying he wants to ban flavored liquids actually wasn't the biz- most bizarre thing I've seen. This what I'm about to play you is the most bizarre thing I've seen all week. And I know Jen's as soon as I say it, Jen's going to go, oh yeah. There's this guy. His name is Representative Paul Ray. And Paul Ray's from Utah, and he gave a press conference. It was either yesterday or the day before. Maybe it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. About, you know, Utah moving, I guess, to ban flavored e-cigarettes as well. And did you hear this, Jen? Yeah, I think I watched that one. Yeah. So, I think it irritated me. <laughs> so what he said, his, what one of their main reasons was, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it for you. And for everybody listening, so you understand, whoever recorded this, the audio is horrific. It's, they only recorded it on one channel. I couldn't find this video anywhere. I only found it on one news station, on one news site, and it was recorded in one channel. So you're only going to hear it out of one channel. You're not, there's nothing wrong with your audio. There's nothing wrong here. It's just that's the way it recorded. There's nothing I could do about it. But I don't care. I've got to play because it it's unbelievable. So... What he says is, well, l- l- let me start playing it. Let-, let him explain what he's doing, and then-, and then I'll help people understand who don't understand what he's saying, if they don't. Uh, actually, it's oh, underneath this. Nope, that's not it. That's uh, Vaping Witch. Where is it? Here we go. Okay. That uh, actually right at the beginning of the session in 2019, that we were finding potentially illegal drugs in the vaping products. And uh, one of them was we were given information about a, an individual who was on an APMP, been very clean, tested positive uh, for a potential opioid. That drug ended up being Kratom that they were, they were vaping. They had no clue it was in the vape. Uh, the, the vape was tested, and it tested positive for the Kratom. Okay, so what Representative Paul Ray just said was there was a gentleman that was on probation. Uh, he turned up positive for Kratom. And his excuse to his probation officer was that he must have bought some e-liquid with Kratom in it and didn't know it. So they tested the e-liquid and they're saying this e-liquid tested positive for Kratom. So I'll let him continue. So I asked a company, an independent lab, so not uh, in conjunction with the state of Utah at all, to go purchase some products for me, to go to some different Salt Lake County vape shops and just buy some stuff off the shelves, get me different manufacturers, different stores, and let's test these and see what we're coming up with. So this company went out and they purchased 12 bottles um, of e-juice. And in talking to the, to the press yesterday, I actually said 17, but it was 12. So I want to make that correction today. That was 12 bottles of e-juice. Out of the 12 bottles, 10 tested positive for opioids, PCP, barbiturates, and THC. Okay, hang on. Are my guests there? Are you there, Jen? Yeah, I'm are still you, here. Are you there, Wayne? I don't know what happened to Wayne. Wayne didn't pick up. Um, hey, Wayne told me to call. Anyway, um, so you heard him, right? He said they tested 12. They went to 12. They had a, a company go to 12 random vape shops. They bought 12 bottles of e-liquid. And out of the 12, 10 of them tested positive for, what do you say, THC, uh, opioids, different types of opioids and drugs, he's saying. Out of, the eight, out, of the t- out of the 12 they bought, 10 of them 
tested to ha- positive of having opioids, which sounds crazy, right? That sounds absolutely mm. nuts. Well, hang on. Let him continue. So roughly 84% of the product tested, tested positive for an illegal drug. Now, we don't know exactly how much or to what extent, um, or even if there were false positives. What we would have to do is the state would have to step up and spend some money to retool these testing machines for the oil, because these are typically, you know, testing water-based things. So we'd have to actually expend some money, which I'm willing to do. I chair social services budget, and I'm willing to put some money out there to, uh, and it's not a lot of money, but to test further to see what parts per mm-hmm. million and so forth that we're seeing. <laughs> yes. So what he said. Make my head hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so what he said was, okay, so the stuff we used to, we really can't test oil. So like the way we, the stuff we used to test it, didn't doesn't really work what did he say pretty much we can't test it because we have no way to test for oils or anything so we have to send it somewhere else to get tested and we're going to need money for it so essentially we tested it but our testing equipment isn't any good so it really isn't relevant and, and later in the press conference he says we're not showing the products because we can't confirm uh that they actually contain these opioids because our testing is terrible we need to send it off to get tested so what the Wait. fuck you have a, pro- a press conference for? <laughs> did you see? Uh, did you did you see the images that were released? Yes, I did see the images. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were using piss tests that you get at like Walmart. <laughs> they were using- and they were putting e-liquid on it and and going, this has opioids and PCP on it. Yeah. And and now and now because of this they want to ban flavored e-cigarettes because <laughs> the piss <Yeah>. strips. <laughs> this has to be the most unscientific possible thing ever. It's just yeah. insanity. It's absolute insanity. You know, it it, it it I I couldn't believe that. I heard that and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this has got to be a joke. I actually just heard it today. I saw it. It was going all around yesterday, but I was like, eh. But after hearing it, you just can't believe it. I mean. And I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Listen, at the end of the day, you have all these representatives, these legislators. People or parents are going to them and they're freaking them out. And they're like, fuck, I got to do something. We got an election year. I got I to gotta fucking do something. They feel like they got to do something. They're being told that e-cigarettes are killing people and putting them in the hospital and causing lung damage. I mean, right. you know, at the end of the day, they're just they think they're doing the right thing. They 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 really don't understand uh, when it comes to Donald Trump, you know, I, I was I was watching CNN yesterday, and uh, again, I don't know why I was I flipping through channels. I had it on CNN. Oh, because the vaping. They're up some story about the vaping thing, and then they come on and they say Donald Trump just announced that he's going to ban all flavored e-liquids. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, he didn't say that. I know he, I know those words didn't come out of his fucking mouth. And sure, shit, they didn't. I mean, they, but but he's going along with his administration in doing this. I mean, you know, he's going along with Azar and all these idiots. Um, but no, those words didn't come out of his mouth. Now, understand something, okay? I want everybody to understand this. And Wayne uh, and Jen, I'm sure you know, the day before all this happened, his wife, President Trump's wife, treated, uh, tweeted about the da- excuse me the dangers. Of vaping and flavors and e-cigarettes, dangerous, blah blah blah. It's so dangerous. She was tweeting about the dangers of flavors and e-cigarettes, and when we got to do something, and kids are getting hooked, and blah blah blah. Somebody got to her. I don't know who. Some group got to her. Whether it was tobacco-free kids, whether it was truth, who knows? Somebody got to her and has her in a fucking panic. 
Okay. Maybe they mm-hmm. caught Baron in the in the bathroom could or something be. with a could, jewel. Could be. It could be Baron was caught at school with some kids jeweling. They were hot boxing in the fucking bathroom and they were like, oh shit. And you know, oh he's like, Oh mom, it's the kids, it's everywhere. It could be, you know, I, I have I have a niece. She's uh sixteen either six sixteen years old, uh maybe seventeen. She's a senior now in high school. And uh, she tells me all the time when I see her, it's bad. Just about everybody vapes, she says, Kevin. It's re- it is. There is a problem. There's no question there's a problem. So anyway, um, you know, someone must have got to her. And then the very next day, and then when they got to her, I think they seized the opportunity to jump on the president and say, you know what, your wife's right. And they filled him with all this shit. And President Trump's just going along with what he's being told right now. Just understand that. He's going along with what he's being told right now. What's going to happen in the coming weeks is he's going to start understanding. Number one, he kept on saying this is a new industry. This is not a new industry. I'm sorry. You've been, over 12 years is not a new industry. If it had only been around for a couple years, I'd agree with that, right? I mean, he keeps on saying this is a new industry. No, it's not. How the fuck is 12 years a new industry? I see everybody saying that on TV, too. It's only been around for 10 years. It's only been around a, it's a fucking decade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How is that not a long time? I mean, but, you know, so he doesn't have any understanding about this industry at all. When he learns that doing this ban will destroy this entire industry, there's no fucking way he can possibly go along with that. There's no way his Republican, there's no way the Republicans are going to let him go along with that. They're going to say, you fucking nuts. There's no way. No, no, no way. I don't believe for a second that Donald Trump, once he learns the circumstances pertaining to everything, is going to go along with a ban, a full-out ban on all flavored vapor products. Don't believe it for a fucking second. Wayne? Uh, I disagree. Okay. I I knew you would disagree. That's why I went to you first. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. There's a lot more money to be made in terms of in terms of tobacco than there is in vaping. They have no control over vaping. It's a cheap product to make. They, you know, you push it to DIY. No one really gives a shit about it. It's sort of like on the fringes. Jewel is the only issue. They can easily remove Jewel from the marketplace. It's a very easy win for Trump and a, and bipartisanship. I think we're in trouble. What do you think, Jen? What's your opinion? I kind of think with the atmosphere of all of the anti-vaping out there, he might go along with it. I, I just I think he's he's more wanting a re-election. And yeah, that, you know, your... that is if we have a re-election. And, th- and that brings you. Yeah, right. If he doesn't get impeached, that brings me to, to, to my point. Someone's going to sit him down and say, Donald, there's a lot of these fuckers who do this shit. That vape, yeah. OK, you will lose votes if you do this. I don't know if it's going to cost you the election, but you will absolutely lose votes if you do this. If he's convinced of that, which I believe he will be, he's going to say, fuck. The last thing he needs is to lose votes right now. I watched that documentary, Wayne, that Cambridge Analytica documentary. Right. Uh, did you see that shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. Watch Netflix, uh, Cambridge Analytica documentary. Oh, holy shit. Is Donald Trump going to be able to win without that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that was a pretty good documentary. I, I, I mean, I, I really think that they had a huge part in winning him that election. But he's going to need. Oh, for sure. But he's going to need every single vote he can get. He doesn't need to be pissing off anybody right now. He doesn't have a lot of time left either. Um, and this would be a bad move with him wanting to get reelected. It really wouldn't. I think he's going to be convinced of that, and I think he's going to change his fucking tune. Also, understand, people. Number one, um, Donald Trump can't ban uh, vapor 
uh, flavored vapor. He can't do it himself. That has to be done by the FDA. It's something that takes time. I saw a news report today where someone said, in, it was HLN, in 30 days, flavored e-cigarettes are going to be banned. No, they're not. <laughs> they're just not. It, there's a process that has to go through. It's going to take a very, very, it's going to take months, if not years, to, to go through this. So they're going to try to push it as fast as they can, but there's a process. There's going to be lawsuits. It, it's, there's going to be a whole thing. But I don't even believe it's going to get to that. I do believe that someone will get to them and say, Donald, uh, this is not a good idea. I know you're trying to help out your wife and all with her little cause and trying to save people from vaping, but this is bad for you. And he's going to mm-hmm. change his tune like on a lot of things he's done, a lot, a lot of things that he's changed his tune on. We'll see. I, I Wayne's point is interesting. So is yeah, but I also I, I get your point. Like I think our best case right now is the voting issue. That's his most like that's all he really cares about. I don't think he knows the numbers. Yes. And I think if we get in his ear and say, "Look, you're gonna," I mean, when you saw Greg Connolly today um, on Fox News, you know the anger made it a point. Like, yeah, there's about 13 million at tops. You know who might may be single issue voters. Yes, and, and this that, could be an issue. And that was very that was great that she did that because Trump the yeah. Trump campaign and Trump himself watches Fox News. Right. When he sees her sitting there saying a potential 13 million. He's going to go 13 million. Are you kidding me? He doesn't want to piss off anybody right now. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's exactly why he's playing around with this gun thing. He doesn't want to piss off fucking gun owners right now. He wants to get reelected. Um, the last thing he's going to do is start messing around with any sort of people's gun rights or anything. He knows he needs them. Um, so yes, he I, can't. He can't lose any votes. He's no, already like no, he it's neck and neck in the polls. Yes. He cannot lose any votes. This would this would kill him. This would he would it would ensure that he wouldn't get reelected if this gets passed. Correct. Area code eight five nine. You are on the air. Hello. Eight five nine. Hello. Hello. Yes, we can hear you. Caller. Hello. Yes. Can you hear us, caller? Hello. We can hear you. <laughs> can he hear us? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you can hear us? Okay. I, yeah. I can't hear you on your end. Oh, you can't hear? Oh, really? You can't hear us on our end? We can hear him. Can you hear the caller, Wayne? Jen? Yeah, I can hear yeah. him. Well, if he can hear me, how's caller? Hang on. I think he's listening to us on the Okay. Let's try this. Are you still there, Kevin? Are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear us on the phone? Yeah, we're here. Why wouldn't he be able to hear us? He should be able to hear us. Hang on. I Hang on. I'm going to mute him for a second. And I'm going to see. I just want to make sure this is all working because we should be able to hear him. I want to be able to take calls. Volume, headset control. Yeah, he should be able to hear us just fine. Maybe because he's listening, it's confusing him. Hey, caller, what I'm going to do is, uh, hang on. I'll go back. Hey, caller, can you hear us? Hello? Okay. You can hear us? Hi. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, hang on, caller. I'm going to drop it and call back. Try to call back, and maybe it'll work when you call back. I don't know what's going on. But please call back, caller. Um, you should be able to hear us. Everything's hooked up and working. Call a number, 347-202-1162. So, yeah, he does. He needs votes. He desperately needs votes. He doesn't want to be pissing off anybody right now. And I do think he's going to be educated. And at the end of the day, uh, we know this. Republicans are dead set against overregulating businesses out of business. 
That is yeah. one thing Republicans do not do. And I see what Alex, Alex, uh, I care, Alex Moody there uh, from uh, Kinetics. I see what he's trying to do. I see him posting on Facebook. You know, he's trying to get the Republicans all riled up. He's trying to tell them, hey, listen, you know, look what Trump's doing. He's about to regulate an entire industry out of that. You guys don't do that. What do you, you know, you got to say something. You got to let. I see he's trying to get the Republicans all fired up. And they might. You might get a lot of them fired up and say, you know, to go to them and say, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, this is not what we do. We don't ban industries out of out of existence. You know, you do, they don't do that. So I just don't believe. I don't believe. I he just doesn't know. He's being bamboozled. Like I said, he's been bamboozled by his uh, administration and and the media. So, I thought Crowder's po- post was pretty good too, because <clears throat> he's a cigar smoker. Mm-hmm. It's effect gonna affect him as well. And he's like Republicans don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they don't do this. I mean, it's, it, and that's what a lot of Republicans on Twitter are saying. If you want to see what's going on, go to Twitter. Oh, my. And I want to say something else, too. I want to say something else, too. Before I pick up the call, I see you're on the call, the, the phone. Hang on. Um, I w- I've been watching CBS uh, this morning. I don't know why. The Today Show is horrible. It sucks. It's gone to shit. It just sucks. It's no good. Uh, the Good Morning America show is stupid. So we put it on CBS this morning. Um, and they've been doing a lot of horrific hit pieces on uh, vaping. But, but, the, I, I should bring it up. God damn it, I should bring it up. Um, Tony DeComo is one of the hosts on uh, CBS This Morning. Now, I know people get upset when they do these hit pieces. And they see Tony, you know, Tony DeCobo looks like he gets us. He gets what's going on. He's very concerned that banning vapor products is going to get people smoky. He gets it. It's going to affect small businesses. He seems like he's definitely on our side. There's no question. In fact, he's so on our side. CBS This Morning had um, Bloomberg and the guy from Tobacco Free Kids on. What's his name? Uh, fucking uh, Matt. Matt Myers. Matt Myers. So he had uh, those two clowns on to announce their $160 million, uh, uh, I guess, donation, uh, Bloomberg donation, to uh, stop uh, flavored vapor products from being on the market and prevent kids from vaping and all this horse shit. Anyway, so he has them on. He has Bloomberg on. Now, Bloomberg's talking about this. Bloomberg says, which I can't believe came out of his mouth. I got, I got to play it. Bloomberg says... You know, Tony, what if, uh, you know, you had a, a child and they were using a uh, vapor product and you found out that this vapor product was was uh, um, causing your, say, daughter to lose 10 to 15 IQ points? Uh, would you would you want that on the market? Would, would you be happy if your daughter was doing that? And instantly, Tony DeCombo says, really? You got a study for that? And of course, there's no study. There's no study that shows that kids lose IQ points if they vape. And, and Bloomberg just blew right through it. Just didn't even answer it. Kept on going. In fact, there was a couple times Tony really pushed him. And Bloom, you could tell that Bloomberg was very upset with Tony. And you could tell uh, Gail King and the other guy were kind of like, whoa. Um, so I think he does what he can. The guy wants to keep his job. I don't blame him. He's got a great job. He's an anchor of a morning show. I mean, fuck. You know, you want to keep your job. But I think... And I know some people get frustrated with him. Like, well, then why are you allowing these hit pieces? He's not allowing them, but he, I think he does the best he can whenever these hit pieces are happening on CBS this morning to give our side. 
as much as he can. I do. I do believe he does. He's doing his best. Yeah, I, I, the guy's not going to come out and say, "Hey, you're all lying." Uh, this was actually. And I every time they bring it up, he does mention it's THC Cartset did this. It wasn't you know nicotine. Look, he does. He does his best. He really is on our side, and he's a good person to have on our side. That CBS this morning is is one of the top morning shows in the country. Millions and millions of people watch that. So. In fact, I'm thinking of reaching out to him, Wayne. I'm thinking of reaching out to him and taking him out to lunch or something and talking with him. He seems very – he's in New York. I mean, he seems very, mm-hmm. very interested and in, in wanting to learn more about what's going on with us. And he does seem very, you know, troubled by, by, by what's going on. He seems shocked, if anything. So I and do- this, In my opinion, the story, like the whole corruption of it all, the story is so good. If someone, like – you know, we had an opportunity with like with with, with that documentary, but it just kind of turned to shit. Yeah. But there's a story that's just so good. It's so enticing. There's so much drama and there's corruption and there's there's elitism and there's I mean, it goes so deep all the way back to the master settlement agreement. And it's just waiting to be picked up and to be exposed. And it's just, you know, it's hard to get it out there. But I think once it does, it's going to take hold. People are really going to be impressed by by the story and the and the industry and what it's what it's been able to kind of overcome if it survives. Right. Well, I hope so. Three four seven two zero two one one six two. Caller that called him before. Try calling in again and turn down. If you're going to call in, turn down your 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 computer because we're not going to be able to help us and it'll just echo back through if you do that. Anyway. So we'll see what happens to that. So I just want people to understand because my most of my listeners don't really follow the stuff online. They they count on me to give them their vape news. Um, I know Donald Trump said they're going to ban flavored e-cigarettes. I know the news is saying it's going to be done in 30 days. It's not going to be done in 30 days. All right? So relax. <clears throat> Don't relax, but relax. I mean, it's not going to be – we're not going to have ban – that's the dumbest thing ever. We have a process we have to go through. Okay? And I know, and I know that woman in Michigan, uh, the governor, whoever she is, announced she's just banning flavored e-cigs in 30 – you know, she, she's going to be sued. That, that's just not going to happen either. You, you just can't say – I avoid processes going, I'm just going to ban something. You can't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when it's an industry with this many jobs. Yes. It's going to cause, you're going to get sued immediately. Yes. And and they have to take that into consideration. This is a billion dollar plus industry. They have to take that into consideration. They just can't uh, sit there and say, we're just going to ban a product and that's it and move on. And, you know, I know people are panicking and we do need to do something. And I'm going to tell you after I take this call, what I'm going to do here in Connecticut. And some people aren't going to agree with this, but I don't give a fuck because I live in a horrific state that's filled with Democrats, that's filled with a moron fucking governor who can't stand vaping. And I'm shocked that Connecticut hasn't come out yet and said they're going to do a full outright flavor ban. But I'm going to go to them first. And I'm going to propose something to them that is 10 times better than a ban of flavored e-cigarettes. They're going to love what I have to say, and every person needs to go to their fucking governor, congressman, senator in their state, and everybody needs to tell the same thing, what I'm about to tell my, my governor, what needs to be done. Because what I am going to propose will save our industry, will stop kids from vaping mostly, not going to stop them mostly, but it'll stop a lot of them, and keep us in business. Okay? It's that simple. Hang on. Let's try this again. Caller 859. Can you hear me, caller? Hello. Caller 859. How can they not hear me? Hello? I can hear myself. Yes, Yes, you can hear me? Yes. Uh, Kevin, I'm sorry. I only hear you through the podcast. Once again, I cannot 
hear you from my phone. Okay. I uh, am so sorry. That's okay. Can you go ahead? Go ahead. Go ahead and tell us why you were calling. Give us. Give us. Uh, talk to us. Why were you calling in? We're ready to hear it. Maybe that will work. You can hear me through the radio. I don't know why he can hear me on the phone. <laughs> okay, Kevin, okay. if you could still hear me now, yes. because there's a slight delay in the program, okay? Okay. I will go ahead and say yes. Uh, I just want to thank you, Kevin. You uh, encouraged me to stop selling Nick Salts at my business. I have stopped that, and I am all on board uh, with pretty much just about everything you say. I agree with most of what you say, but I'm sorry. It's very difficult where we can't talk back and forth. So, anyway, I'm just going to hang up and keep listening to the podcast, but uh, – I appreciate all the hard work you do, and hopefully we'll get this technical issue resolved next time. You take care. Thank you. What a great, great call. Thank you for not selling salt nicks anymore. (laughs) Really, I can't believe, you know, it is shocking to me that these, you know what, he's smart. Wayne, these companies are putting out salt nicks. Let me tell you something. And everybody listen to this. This is true. When a lawyer finds out, and they will, that salt nicks are not supposed to be on the market. So not only are they like making people sick, but they're not supposed to be on the market. They're not even allowed to be on the market. Oh my fucking God. You want to talk about lawsuits? They're going to go fucking sick. They're going to go crazy. You sold my client a product that's not even supposed to be on the market that made them sick. I mean, it's, it's going to mm-hmm. be out of control. The lawsuits. If you are a company that makes a salt nick, you're stupid and, and you're going to be sued. No question. You're dumb and you're going to be sued. It's that simple because they are well, causing If you're issues. in the U.S. Anyway. If you're in the U.S., yes. Yes. Thank you, Jen. If you're in the United States because they are causing many, many people to have respiratory issues. There's no question about it. Any vape shop owner will tell you that when people come in. It's happening. I don't know how the fuck they even got here in the first place, but let's do that. Let's do that before we get to this. And Wayne and Jen know this because they've been around for a long time. There are two, two major problems, two major things that happened wrong with this industry to get us where we are right now with the president of the United States announcing he wants to ban flavored e-cigarettes. How did we get to this? Right? How did we get to this? Number one, I want to make something very, very clear. Everybody seems to attack Candy King and Drip More for creating uh, packaging and flavors that are enticing to children. And, uh, oh, my God, it's Dripmore's fault. It's Candy King's fault. They fucking, they messed it up for us, blah, blah, blah. Number one, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Number one, Candy <laughs> King really wasn't on the market till about 2016. I had the owner of Candy King on my podcast. It was probably around, two because it was 2017, so it was around 2016 they started. Okay, it, I, I think it was the very end of 2015. Okay, end of 2015, beginning of 2016. I've been vaping oh, since yeah. 2009. About 2012 to 2013 is when California got involved. And yes, I'm going to blame California. <laughs> Vape capital of the country. They got involved and they said, okay, we're going to create this this marketing where we're going to attract 18 to 24-year-olds because they're the ones that spend money. They're the ones that are going to do this. We're going to create this, this really slick, cool thing where we're going to have bright colors on the boxes to get their attention. And we're going to have flavors like cake and, and candy and cannoli and gummy bears and, and fucking donuts and, and you know, all this crazy shit that's going to get them all excited and hyped up. And, and, and we're going to fucking 
put sucralose and like this sugar shit in there so that when they taste it, they're like, oh my God, it fucking tastes so good. I, you know, we're, they, they, they created this whole campaign of these crazy flavors, crazy colors, crazy packaging. Let's come up with stupid names like elixir fucking whatever and uh, smurf piss and <laughs> unicorn puke and all this dumb fucking shit. They made the decision to make a product Kind of the same way the marijuana industry does when they have all like the cartoon characters and bright colors and this and that, blah, 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 to attract 18 to 25 year olds to use their product. And it worked. It worked. It created this huge, this huge thing where we had drippers and, and kids were, or not kids, but young adults were, were dripping and they were doing these cloud comps and there was this whole lifestyle behind it. You know, it was this whole cool thing. I, I worked at a vape shop when this was going on and people would come in and we'd be building drippers all the time and there was this whole thing with mech mods. It was this whole scene and it was cool and it was on Instagram and Facebook and it was everywhere and it was like this whole fucking goddamn thing they created, this whole generation of these 18 to 25 year olds that were vaping and they weren't smoking anymore and they're blowing their clouds and fucking, uh, uh, you know, clouds, bro, and all the fucking stupid shit they were doing. This, this type of marketing, these type of e-liquids should have never happened. When I started in 2009, we had flavors, we had fruits, you know, we had flavors. They were in a pretty much a plain bottle that said the milligram and the name of the company and that was it. We treat in the beginning. It was really more, you know, geared towards adults because adults were the ones that really wanted to quit smoking at the time. When I was twenty and 21, 22, I don't want to quit smoking. I was like, "Fuck you! I want to smoke. You know, I'm going to smoke till I can't anymore." Um, I was young. You know, I want to smoke, drink, do whatever the fuck I want. Um, so they was really targeting the older people who had the desire to want to get off cigarettes. When the West Coast got involved into the industry and created this whole marketing behind it, this whole slick fucking marketing and flavors and colors and everything behind it. That's when it started going to shit. That's when it started going to shit. It, it, that's, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. That's number one where we fucked up. We fucked up with the way the industry was started, the way it was marketed. We went along with this cool California vibe. And, and it still happens today in this industry. We still have stupid named e-liquids. We still have... Uh, there's a lot of e-liquid companies out there that think that they're not... Uh, I guess they would call it attracting children with their flavors or, or, or uh, packaging, but they are. Unfortunately, they are. I mean, it comes off. I know they're not, but they are. It comes off that way. It simply comes off that way. We will never stop the marketing of e-liquid because too many companies think that they're fine. Oh, we're okay. And they, honestly, they don't want to give the money. I mean, they, they, it's that simple. So the marketing's not going to stop. The outrageous flavors aren't going to stop, but that's where we went wrong. Let me tell you something. Right down the street from me, there's a vape shop, Wayne and Jen, that's been there for years, right? And it's the same type of vape shop as all the others. Clouds, bro, the fucking guys with the tattoos and, you know, all the crazy shit. Two doors down in the exact same plaza, a, and they're popping up everywhere. I'm sure they are where you guys live, too, is a CBD shop. They're popping up everywhere. I see them in yeah. the mall. I see them all over the place. Here's the difference. The CBD shop looks like a fucking, almost like a doctor's office. The people like are a pharmacy. In, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. They're in lab coats. You come in. They, you know, you sit down. They explain the different types of CBD. What you know? What are you looking to do? Yes, it's like a pharmacy. It's unbelievable. That's because they what, went for sophisticated rather than yes catchy. That's what we should have done. 
It's too late, but that's what we should have done. If we had treated it like they're treating it, we wouldn't be in this position today. We would have been fucked with in the first place. So that's where we really fucked up. Our marketing... Let's be honest. I know, and I remember years ago people saying, you know, uh, uh, gummy bear e-liquid got me to quit cigarettes. Well, I'm sorry. You know, if if if, find another fucking flavor, we can't have gummy bear e-liquid. We can't. We can't. But it's it's just not going to happen. We're going to have. Or you just name it something else. Yeah, they're still you know a a fruity chew or you know some other thing that is not a gummy bear. (laughs) But that's not. You don't even have to name it. You don't even have to. You don't even have to name it. You know. Well, recipe 151. So, yeah, or just have right. like a brand. So, so the industry screwed itself with these crazy colorful boxes, the crazy fucking flavors. Yeah, I, I agree. They screwed yeah, themselves. I, I'm kind of guilty. Back in 2012, when I put my juice line out, I had plain labels. I had plain white labels with black writing on them. But my names, I, my first five flavors were juicy mouthgasm, <laughs> huge melons, uh, sweet sticky bean. And honey pot dip cigar. Right. Now, if you can imagine what those actually mean, <laughs> I well, went perverted. <laughs> because you were taught through the industry at the time, that's what no, you do. If you want to get was attention. just my own naming. My husband and I are both pervs. So, <laughs> you know, we, we were thinking tongue in cheek, kind of cheeky. I mean, he's British. So, you know. <laughs> but you're also trying to get but attention. But that was... I, I also think you you might have named them named them that way because like the rest of the industry had this air about it that yes. it was kind of silly and goofy. Exactly. Everyone had you know marketing and imagery like that, so it was okay to have that. If it was like the CBD market, I'm sure it would have been a little bit different right. because of the rest of the stuff on the market. You might have been like, I was just trying to go for not naming it exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody at that time was naming things just what it was. You know, Fruit Loops and strawberry, and right. it was like single flavor TFA flavors and flavor west flavors right so it's just like their entire library just all the same names in their juice line it was like i want something different and mm-hmm. there wasn't that many out there i mean you had uh who was it you had five ponds hadn't come out yet they didn't come out until the like 2014 i think right. um there was well, I like to, I I like to say the like space, space Jam is like the original Candy King. They kind of kicked everything off. In yes. my opinion, I think they were the first like six, like super successful yes. branding that that seemed pretty. Uh, you know, they had the cartoon alien on the front. Right. Absolutely. Yep. So and cut woods. So so that Sorry. that's the first part of the problem. Why we are where we are today. The second part that got us to where we are today, which was also created by the vapor industry. Very simple. Salt nicks. Salt and this all this this has been going mm-hmm. on for years. We have been getting problem. We have had tobacco anti-tobacco groups go after us for years. Senator Congress, we've been we've been going after for years, but it didn't start amplifying until Salt Nicks came, and this is what happened. Okay, Salt Nicks came. Jewel is not popular because it's cool and they can conceal it in their pockets and oh, you can hide it from their parents and blah blah blah. It's popular. Because it gets them fucking high. That's why it's popular. Teenagers use Salt Nicks and Jewel. In fact, my niece was telling me there's more people in her school using Sorens with Salt Nick juices than they are Jewels. Because mm-hmm. it gets them high. They get high. Hotboxing, hotboxing. They're in the ballot. They get Have high. Have you tried often. the two? Like compared the two between regular and Salt Nicks? No. And gotten a Nick buzz from it? 
Uh, I have tried a jewel, a one puff off a jewel one time, and I got a buzz off one fucking puff. Yeah. I was like, holy the, shit. The Nick buzz from it's different. Like, I'm back developing e liquid, I was still using like six and eight milligram, and I'm, you know, vaping a ton, and I would get nauseous and headachey and sweaty and just felt horrible. Yeah. That was a Nick buzz, and I didn't like it. And it was worse than any cigarette nip bu- Nick buzz. That was different. Right. And then Nick salts come around and I've had to develop a few that you have to use, you know, 35 milligram or, you know, make sure the recipe is it cuts through a 50 milligram. A couple puffs on that and it's a different buzz. It's more like a cigarette buzz and it's it's heady and you get kind of dizzy and, and it's totally different. And that's get, why regular get fucked up on it. Yeah, right. regular nicotine didn't hit the kids like that. And they're like, well, we don't like this. It makes me feel like crap. It's like smoking an entire pack of cigarettes your first time trying them. Yeah. <laughs> it would make you puke. Right. So, yeah, there's they, they get high off them. That's why, they, you know, and, and the teen use didn't jump up until these salt nicks came out. Because, again, they're using them to get high. Man, I was in high school. You take anything to get high. I remember going to the fucking drugstore and buying nodos and fucking... Swallowing four <laughs> fucking nodos and drinking a half case of beer and I'll smoke this and I'll I would do whatever. You give me whatever. Kids <laughs> in elementary school snorting pixie sticks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it's just it, 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 they're getting high. So if you eliminate these very high nick e-liquids and they're not getting high off them anymore. Uh, I don't think they're really going to give a fuck at this point. They're going to be like, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Uh, we'll just go get cigarettes again. We'll find something else. Again, and again, it's it's a fad. That's one thing that Lara, my niece, keeps on telling me. She's like, Kevin, this is a fad. It's going to go away. It, it, it's, she's right. This is a fad. It's not going to last forever. So the horrific marketing created by the West Coast of all these f- flavors, sucralose, putting sucralose in e-liquid. And let me tell you something. I've, I've explained this before, that... You know, an e-liquid with a sucralose, and you can only vape it so much, you know, and, and then mm-hmm. you just get tired of it. You fucking, you're done with it. So and that's why I refuse to put it in my right. line. So what, hap- like, nope. so what happens is, is these e-liquid, co- and this is how, I'm explaining now how e-liquid companies got into selling salt nicks, and they shouldn't be because they didn't register them, but they don't care. No, uh, you know, that's how, and I don't really give a fuck if you register or not, so what you want. But, but at the end of the day, they're coming out with these salt nicks because they created e-liquids that, have sucralose, so people get tired of them. So when they come out, they sell a bunch, but then after a few months, they're not selling anymore because people are tired of them and they want something else because you get tired of vaping shit with sucralose in it. it just That just happens. Um, so then they can only create and put out so much, and now they're like, fuck. So now they're to the point of creating salt nicks because they want to stay in business, and hey, why not? You know, everybody's using them. You know, it, it's crazy how the, the e-liquid industry created a product that when you first vape it gets you to buy it, but then after like a week you don't want it anymore. <laughs> and all they had to do was not add sucralose or any sort of sweeteners, and then people wouldn't have got tired of their product, and then they would have kept on buying it. I have an e-liquid line that I sell that has no sucralose in it, and I have a lot of people that have been vaping it since we've been doing this for years now. They keep on buying it because they can vape it because they don't have that bullshit in there that you know they don't get the vapor's tongue as they call it or any of that but anyway those are the two things circula uh, or not circulose uh salt nicks and the flavors and the marketing fucked us and now it's too late to fix that we can't fix that there's no way to fix that yeah so i agree man i was saying about i was saying this on on my channel the other day 
like the 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 marketing and and things just didn't things turned around once Salt Nicks hit the scene and it got away from health it got away from uh you know tobacco harm reduction it got away from this industry that I knew and turned into this sort of just balls to the wall it just loaded up as much as you can as much sucralose as much nicotine as much different pod systems and it's it's kind of crazy because you know you see all the flack that Juul is getting yet all these companies are trying to emulate what Juul is doing they want a piece of those sales but yeah. i mean i think Juul is headed in a in a in a bad direction they they, they just have so much money they they can they only need to sell one product where these other companies i, I don't know what's going to happen you know what i mean and and speaking uh, and speaking I don't big- know if Wayne de- dealt with this at all, but mm-hmm. I know developing for companies, you develop recipes and you send it to them and they're like, this just needs to be sweeter. Our testers want it to be sweeter. It's not enough of a vibrant, potent, sweet taste. It's like, yeah. how much sucralose do you want me to put in this? 10%? That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because well, they're putting so much nicotine in it and then they put it in a sorin and you can't taste shit in a sorin. No, right. and sucralose sucks in pods. Yeah, It yeah. just sucks. Right. <laughs> uh, hang on, we're going to try this again. Area code 512. I'm going to pick up the phone on you. Can you hear me? 512, hello? Can you hear me? I don't think you can hear me either. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Can you hear me, caller? 512. Hello. Hello, call. He can't hear me either. God damn it, dude. What the fuck? I thought I fixed everything. Why don't the phones work? God damn it. I really don't want to go through this right now, but I'll have to figure it out later. I don't know why the calls aren't working. I'm sorry. Uh anyway, I'll try those in a little bit. So all right, I just want to. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my notes. I'm getting confused. Okay, so, what about Donald Trump? What about where we're at? Because see, where we're at, we're at Salt Nicks and the marketing and the flavors where we're at today. So, there's no fixing that. There's no fixing it. There's nothing we can do about it. Companies are going to stop doing it. It's just, not, it's too late. It's too late to fix any of that. It's too fucking late. So, now what do we do? Here's what we do. Here's what you do. Here's what I'm going to do in the state of Connecticut, okay? Because I know anytime it's happening. Number one, I don't think we should be waiting for our local state legislators, senators, and congressmen to create these horrific proposed legislations, these laws like banning flavors and all this other, especially banning flavors, all flavored liquids. I believe we should go to them first. I don't believe we should wait. I believe we should go to them first, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to my governor first, Governor Lamont. I'm going to say, Governor Lamont, I'm, I'm, number one, Governor Lamont works for me. Our ta- all of you, your governors, your tax dollars pay their salaries. They're, your governor is your employee, okay? If you want to meet with your governor, you call up their office, you say, I want to meet with you. And they need to meet with you because they work for you. That's their job. They want to hear your concerns. At, maybe they say, okay, well, I'm not going to meet with you as the governor, but I'll have one of my staff meet with you. Fine, meet with their staff. Meet with anybody from the governor's office that's going to listen to you. And you tell them. This is what you tell them. I have the solution to kids vaping. This is what I'm going to tell them. I'm going to say, Ned Lamont, I've got the solution to kids vaping. We're going to stop kids vaping in the state of Connecticut. He's going to say, sounds great. What's your solution? Here's the solution. You ready for this, Jen? You ready for this, Wayne? Here's the solution. Hang on. Mm. I need a sip of beer before I say this. Okay, here we go. Number one. Here's the first thing we're going to do. I'm going to tell my governor. 
First thing we're going to do. I have all this proof here that was provided to me by the FDA because they take trust in whatever the CDC and the FDA says, right? They always say, the FDA said, the CDC says. Here is my documentation from the FDA from studies they've done to determine where kids are purchasing vaping products. So now we learned through that study, Wayne and Jen know too, we learned that it's not online. Online was like less than 1%. It's not vape shops. Vape shops was like, I don't know, like under like 11%, some ridiculous, maybe 10% or something. Over 80% of kids were getting their vaping products from convenience stores and gas stations. Just a fact. That's fact. That's FDA fact. Okay? Over 80%. Gas stations, convenience stores. So here's what we're going to do in Connecticut, Mr. Lamont. Number one, we're going to take flavored e-liquids, and they're only going to be allowed to be sold in dedicated vape shops. Why dedicated vape shops? Because here in Connecticut, dedicated vape shops have to be registered with the state. They have to get an ENDS permit, an electronic nicotine delivery system permit, so the state knows of all the vape shops. That way they have control over it. If they want to run underage stings, go right ahead. Run your underage stings. Um, they can monitor what's going on. We have to have it in dedicated vape shops. And if kids don't have access to them, and the only place they're available is in dedicated vape shops, then they're obviously not going to get them. Here in Connecticut, they did it with alcohol or with beer. You can only buy beer in a dedicated liquor store or grocery store. You can, this convenience stores can't sell beer. They're not allowed to because they had an issue with kids getting beer. So years ago, they banned beer being sold in convenience stores. So number one, flavored E-liquid products are only allowed to be sold in dedicated vape shops. Number uh, And we already have the 21-age here. It starts October, actually, October 1st. So you have to be 21 to buy vapor products in Connecticut. So number one, only in dedicated vape shops. So it gets it out of convenience stores. The other stores, kids aren't getting them. Here's number two. Now, here's where people, some people aren't going to agree with me, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> number two, I have a way... I'm going to tell him, too. I'm going to say, Governor Lamont, I have a way to get rid of jewels, to get them out of the entire state. I have a way where you cannot have jewels sold in the state of Connecticut without actually banning you because you can't, you can't ban jewel. You can't come out and say, we're banning jewels. You can't do that. But I have a way where we're going to get rid of all jewels in the state of Connecticut because here in Connecticut, they hate jewels. When I, when I went to the, the hearing a few months ago where they were trying to ban flavors a few months ago, the guy told me, literally, he says, we're not trying to harm you guys. We just want jewels gone. You know, we're not trying to harm your business. We just got to get rid of jewels because that's what kids are using. So here's my next idea. Second one, I don't care if you agree with it or not. Nicotine cap. Nicotine cap. Nicotine cap. Nothing over 25 milligram. 25 milligram and below. Anything over 25 milligram is not allowed to be sold in the state of Connecticut. What does putting a nicotine cap on, on vapor products do to Jewel, who only has 30 and 50 milligram pods bye makes bye. them reformulate and come out with a new one and they can't do that they can't do that so bye bye jewel so connecticut successfully eliminated all sales of jewel in their state by just simply enacting a nicotine cap on what amount of nicotine can be sold are you kidding me he's gonna fucking hear that I go that's great are you kidding me that's the greatest thing ever we can say we're the first state in the country to get Jewel out of our state. Bye, Jewel. And all they had to do was enact uh, 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 nicotine. Uh, uh, 
that's really what this is about too with a lot of them right Wayne they want jewels gone they want this is really yeah. a war with jewel so if you give them an option to eliminate jewel oh my god you don't think they're going to jump all over that we're going to find out because i'm going to go fucking talk to my goddamn governor and i bet she goes along with it because at the, and not only that he can also announce that you know what the industry and us got together and came up with a solution. That's, at the end of the day, what they want to be able to do. They want the industry to be happy. They want to be happy. They don't want kids vaping. And what I just proposed is the fucking solution. I'm sorry if you're selling salt nicks. Sorry. I'm sorry if you're selling 30 and 40 and 50 milligram. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. We need to save this industry right now. And you need to go. Because you're fucking us up. You 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 need to go. That's it. That's it. I like it. Yeah. I like the I, I like the plan. It's it, it, that that's a good idea. Yes, I mean that that's the only two things we need to do. That's it. What about here? I got a question. What about um, DIYers who want who want to mix their own juice? Can they buy higher milligram nick, or can they only buy topped twenty five milligram? Um. Well, no. I mean, well, I, I get I, it. I would I, specify if you have it in finished product. Okay. Well, no, 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 because in all honesty, I'm simply talking about e-liquids, a finished product of e-liquids being sold in a store. Now we're getting into, like, you know, buying the ingredients and... Yeah, they would have to specify yeah. that components yes. don't fall under this. Right, and and I highly doubt. Listen, people doing DIY liquids in Connecticut is not a problem. They give a shit about that. They really don't care. Um, yeah. They just want to stop, you know, the attractive flavors from being seen by kids or being available to them. So yeah, no, I I, I certainly wouldn't agree with a a, a a cap on someone who wants to make their own stuff that they couldn't buy. A certain that's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Only for products that a finished product that would be sold, put it that way. And and DIY yeah. won't even come up. They've never once in all these years brought up, you know, well, what about separating? But, yeah, no, I agree that that shouldn't be done. But just for a finished product in a vape shop, it's got to be under a, a certain milligram. And even because at the end of the day, you know you can take someone who's doing like a 30 mil uh, fucking assault nick and put them on an 18 milligram free base. I mean, you know, yeah. it, I understand they're not getting loaded up with nicotine, but. Hey, either we save our industry, and, and the states will eat it up, won't they, Jen? They'll eat it up. Anything yeah, they... I've I've been saying this for a while. We should just have TPD style type regulations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything about the TPD is not too bad, uh, except like the ten mil. Yeah, the ten mil deal. Right. But everything else, it's it's not it's it's not too bad. No, it's not. It's not at all. So that's what I'm going to propose here in Connecticut. I've already talked to a few shops about it. Some of them like it. Some of them don't. I don't care. <laughs> um, I really don't. I, I, you know, and, and I have to be honest, the, 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 the flavor ban here is not really going to affect me because I, my, my majority of my customers are online. So it's not, you know, it's not going to, I may lose a few stores that I'm in here, but whatever it is, what it is. I'm doing this because I don't want to see this industry just go. I mean, there's a lot of vape shops here. I don't want to see them put out of business. I, I, I from years of working here in, in, in vape shops and being involved in the industry, which I'm not anymore, but I was. You know, I, I see the type of people that come in and, and they are using this to stay off cigarettes and I want this available to them. I mean, I, I don't want to lose this industry. And I know mm-hmm. if our governor has a way to fucking stick it to Jewel and say, yeah, fuck you. You can't sell in our state anymore. Uh, they'll take that over any fucking uh, it, flavor ban because then they'll be able to say we did something about saving our children in the state of Connecticut. We got rid of Jewel. 
Oh, my God, that's the headline. It would be the headline all over the country. They, we'd be the first country in the state to actually eliminate jewel sales. I mean, it, it's a great idea because jewels doing us no good. They're not going to do us any good. They're going to sit there and suck the FDA's dick. They're so stupid. The FDA slapping him in the fucking face, and they keep on going, thank you, I'll take another. Thank you, I'll take another. How fucking stupid are they? Uh, even today they came out, we agree with the FDA's. Will you agree with what, you morons? That they should be saying this is outrageous and putting their fucking hundreds of millions of dollars into fighting this, but they're not. They're going to sit there and suck the FDA's dick. And you have to understand at the end of the day, they're the only e-liquid company in existence that can successfully sell a tobacco flavor. Yeah. So what do they care? You know, nobody else can do it but them. Nobody. I want... I, I want to take a call, but I know it's not going to work. I'm going to, okay, here's what I'm going to do. 512 is on the air because this is a delay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up the call and just say what you want to say, and then I'll hang it up, and hopefully for the next show I can have the call the the, the, the call lines fixed. I don't know what's going on. And I still need to play Greg and and Tony Abood because that, oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. I just Poor saw that. Tony. Oh, listen. I, oh, my God. Poor Tony, nothing, but hang on. Before I get to that, I want to, I want to ask Jen this because Jen posted on my Facebook with us, and I want your opinion too, Wayne. Um, hang on, five one two. I I I got to ask him this. I have brought up possible lawsuits suing the media for defamation. Um, for example, uh, the uh, the media came out last week, I believe it was. The FDA come out and said that um, there were absolutely none of these deaths were contributed to e-liquids with nicotine. Uh, all they see is they were contributed. It was THC uh, liquids with uh, this vitamin E stuff. And it wasn't any. No, there has been no confirmed death from or, or ill lung illness from anybody using a nicotine based e-liquid. Nothing. Nothing confirmed. You've had a few kids who have lied to their parents and said, I wasn't using marijuana. I was raping. But no, that's not a confirmed. Uh, a confirmed. Nothing. Nothing has been confirmed. Yet the media keeps on saying e-cigarettes, e-cigarettes, he's, you know, and I, so I said, what, I, I want to start an organization. I want to start a media watch group. And what I want to do is I want to be a nonprofit media watch group and I want to collect as much money as I can. I want to collect millions and millions of dollars. And what we're going to do is if you're an individual, if you're a business or an individual or a nonprofit group, whoever you are, come to us. If you feel like the media has slandered you, and, and we find out that they did through, you know, seeing, you know, watching whatever they're complaining about or reading whatever they're complaining about, whatever the slander could possibly be, we're going to fund a lawsuit for you. We have been numbed by the media. When I was a kid, which was back in the 70s, um, there was no cable. There was news. There was three news networks. The news came on at night. The newscasters reported the news. That was it. They reported mm -hmm. the news. Now it's not like that anymore. Now you have news with a spin. It's now news, but they're going to sprinkle their spin on there. Now, I understand you have to have freedom of press. The press has to be free to say what they want. I get that. I understand. But what's happened today is they're reporting news and their spin, their spin they put on it is creating they're creating this spin so that you think one certain way. For example, with what's going on in vaping in the media. They are spinning everything so that the American public thinks that vaping an e-cigarette 
is causing lung damage and people to die. Okay? If you want to report news, you can do that all day. But if your spin is creating that, because that's a lie. If it's creating a lie, something that's simply not true, that's hurt my business. I can assure you every e-liquid, e-cigarette vaping business has been hurt in the past couple weeks because of this. My dispensary's been hurt. I went to my dispensary yesterday, and people don't want to buy vape cartridges anymore from the dispensary because they're afraid they're going to get lung damage. Um, this news has really, really hurt the industry. And, and if, if your spin is causing a company to lose money or possibly harming an individual, a person, um, that's defamation. Why can't we sue them? And when I bring this up, everybody says, oh, you can't do that. You even well, kind of said, I can't do that. In a court of like, law, it has to be established that they had the intention to harm. It was a lie, and it wasn't just hyperbole. So it, it, just just using hyperbole and framing of an article, like most of them do this. They frame the article with the scare stuff first, and mm -hmm. then they go into Jewel and how Jewel is attracting teenagers. They aren't technically connecting either of those things, but they're including it all in the same article, and they're framing it with the scare stuff first. Can that be considered defamation? I think it can. That, that, now, I that, don't know. That, yeah, and you don't know. What do you think, Wayne? What's your opinion on it? Do you think that constitutes defamation? Do you think... Uh, I mean... I, I do think these media, these media, like the big media companies, there is money getting funneled in. And I do think that there is some sort of like pressure to spin articles a certain way. And if that can be proven, then I think a defamation suit could could be won. Well, OK, so let me ask you this. Um, you know, if you for example, if you go through any major networks, advertising dollars, big pharmaceuticals are biggest. It's their mm -hmm. biggest, the, the biggest advertiser they have. Right. I mean, couldn't you say, okay, well, let's tie Big Pharmaceutical to this, and then because of those advertising dollars, they have to now spin stories to to uh, defame these, you know, these vape companies. I, mean, I think you know, we'd need to have whistleblowers start coming out with emails. Yeah, you would need, like, hard leaks, basically, saying, like, this is what they're telling us to say. Otherwise... Otherwise, it's you're gonna run into the it's Trump speculation. issue. Yeah, <laughs> but, but look, I mean, it but comes you know into what? speculation. But we you, can't speculate that they're doing that unless we have proof. But 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 I mean, let's say you have a a trial, for example, and you have a jury, and and anybody in that jury at this point who has watched the news, my mother, my mother texted me yesterday, like, oh my god, they're gonna ban flavors, Kevin. You're out of business. Um, you know, and anybody that that has seen this and. They, they, you see what the media is doing. I mean, they're clearly putting out there that e-cigarettes are causing all these sicknesses when they know there's not a single shred of evidence or proof that that's what's happening. And I understand they're not coming flat out and saying that, but the spin, the spin is putting that out there. I think it's something that could be challenged in court. I don't know if somebody would win. I think Jen makes some good points, but I think I make some good points too, and I think there's a possibility. And if, if you could get a successful lawsuit for defamation, if you could just have one one successful lawsuit, the rest of them are going to shut the fuck up. They're going to be like, oh, because they don't want to be next. They're going to say, okay, I guess we can't do this now. The media, the media needs to be held liable. And it's not just with vaping. It's a lot of news stories they do in all different types of, of industries and aspects of life. News is turned into putting their spin on it and putting it out there and making people believe something that simply isn't true. And that's got to stop. That, that's, 
that's what it's come to. I mean, CNN's not a news network. That's an entertainment network. It really isn't a news network. Fox isn't. Uh, Fox News isn't. MSNBC isn't. They're not. The only really real news networks left are like the nightly news. They show at 6 o'clock. It's a half hour. He just says the news. That's it. That's, he doesn't put his spin on it. He doesn't put his take on it. He just reports the fucking news. Those news channels aren't really news channels. And we're like Jerry Springer shows, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're entertainment. They're not, I don't know how they're being defined as news. So I think that's got to change because that's really not news. But uh, I do think in due time, holy shit, how did that happen? I do think in due time that our country hopefully comes around to preventing the media from doing things like this. Because it's got to stop. It's not just our industry that they do. They do it to a lot of things. And it's, it's extremely out of control. But uh, I do think someone should. I, th- I do think a company has a very, I'll tell you something. Once the CDC and the F- once the CDC, I should say, forget the FDA because they've already done it. Once the CDC comes out and finally reports, because they will at some point, they're going to have to, Wayne. They're going to have to at some point come out and say it was THC, it wasn't legal nicotine e-cigarettes. They're going to have to say it at some point. When they do say it and the news is still reporting e-cigarettes harm these people, go for it. Sue away because now they can't because now their excuses while well, the CDC didn't say it like I'm going to play on Greg's uh, 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 interview with CNN this morning, which was incredible, which I got to get to. I, 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 I'm talking too much. I got to wrap this all up. I'm sorry oh. for keeping you guys on so long. Um, uh, I'm curious because there, I was just curious. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. There was a court case in the 60s in 64, New York Times versus Sullivan, where the New York Times printed an ad claiming the arrest of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. for perjury in Montgomery, Alabama, was part of a campaign to destroy King's efforts to integrate public facilities and encourage blacks to vote. In response, Montgomery City Commissioner L.B. Sullivan filed libel actions against the newspaper and four black ministers listed as endorsers of the ad, claiming the allegations against the Montgomery police defamed him personally. Under Alabama law, Sullivan didn't have to prove the harm to his reputation. The ad contained factual errors that precluded a truth defense. The challenge before the court did Alabama libel law infringe the First Amendment's freedom of speech and press protection. Uh, the court held that the First Amendment protects the public publication of all statements, even those later proven false, about the conduct of public officials. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, unless they're made with actual malice or knowledge that they were false and reckless. Right. So you, it, that's something crazy. like that. Prove be, the, you would need to prove malice. So through, well, so hang if on, they're hang false, on. Through free, it, it precludes the truth defense. But wait a minute. Through, so what I just heard is. Pretty much through freedom of press, they can say anything. They can even lie if they want. Yes. <laughs> as long as it, 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 unless it was made with actual malice or knowledge that it was false and reckless. Oh, wow. Now, we could argue that what they're doing is false and reckless. Yeah, right. So I do think there's a lawsuit there. I, I know there's been companies that have been talking about it. They've been thinking about suing and they're waiting to hear my show. You Go for it. Go for it. I, I really believe you have something there because I'll tell you something right now. In Connecticut, if they try to enact, before I get to talk to Lamont, if he does, say tomorrow he comes out and says, I'm going to enact a full ban on flavored e-cigarettes in 30 days. Believe me, I'm going to a lawyer. I'm going right to a fucking lawyer immediately. Um, yeah, so, I think a lawsuit against the establishment would be a lot easier well, than anything against the press. Couldn't, 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 for example, couldn't like 
a lawyer uh, get like thousands of vapors together and say, hey, I'm going to sue the CDC on behalf of these uh, consumers yeah. for not uh, informing them that THC, the, the, what was actually harming people? I mean, we could do that, yeah, right? Yeah, class, class yeah, action, yeah. Absolutely. So that, 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 that's an option as well. Okay, 512, because I know this is delay. 512 area code, I'm going to pick up on you. And right now, which for you will be... 10 seconds from now, but I'm going to pick up and hopefully you can hear me. I want to take calls, but I don't know why my call thing isn't working. Hang on. I'm going to pick up 512. Can you hear me 512? Hello? Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? He talked like he could hear me. Hello? Ah, Damn it. It's not going to work. I'm sorry. I can't take calls. I don't know what's going on. I, I never get calls, and all of a sudden I'm getting all these calls, and I can't take them. <laughs> that's because I posted it in my group, probably. Oh, okay. I mean, I well, <laughs> that people don't call; they email me, they message me, and they yell at me through email. Don't fucking yell at me on the phone. <laughs> I don't want to be yelled at through email. But uh, okay, so I got through. That's what I'm doing in Connecticut. Vapors relax. Donald Trump's not going to ban e-liquids in 30 days. He can't do that. So calm down. Um, I've already proposed what you should do in your state to help save vaping. Don't wait for them to come to you. Don't wait for legislation to be introduced. Go to them first. Very, very important. And I got to the media, so media defamation. We need a viral video. If we got it, we there's one thing that Jim was saying on our last podcast that people didn't get to hear, unfortunately, Jen. And he's right. We really need to win public opinion. Uh, we're kind of fucked right now on winning public opinion. Uh, I don't know how that's going to happen, how we could possibly do that. Uh, one thing I could think of is a viral video. I think we need a viral video. I've, I have a few ideas for a viral video that are very funny that will make anti-e-cigarette people laugh as well as people who vape. Uh, we, need, we, we need some way to get to people. But I'll tell you something that is happening that I found fascinating, and this is why you should be on Twitter because Twitter's great. Yesterday, with all this <laughs> nonsense going on with, with, with the president announcing banning vaping, uh, I can't remember his last name, but the producer of The Ellen Show, which is just the biggest daytime show on television. For those of you that are unaware, Ellen is the biggest daytime show on television. Uh, there have been many people like Steve Harvey, Kelly Clarkson, others in the past that have tried to make shows like it. They all fail. Uh, Ellen's just got the best daytime talk show there is. It's just that simple. I mean, she, you know, you got to give it to her. She's been around for years. She's very funny. She's very good at it. The producer of Ellen, his name is Andy, who appears on the show sometimes, actually. He's a funny guy. Um, tweeted yesterday about uh, vaping Juul, that he's been using a Juul. And he said, you know, he said, I know it looks stupid. I know it looks dumb. I know it looks idiotic. I feel like a moron using it. But at least I'm happy that I have an alternative to smoking. Which then spurred other celebrities to now come out and talk about their vaping which I thought was wonderful because at this point, I think the only thing that could really save us in public opinion is celebrities. Yeah. It's a if shame. If we start seeing more celebrities yes. vaping, that would it's, change things. It's, it's a shame our country has turned to looking up to celebrities like there's somebody special. It's crazy, but really that's the way it is. And It's for, always been that way. Yes. And mind you, just so you understand, Andy, I can guarantee you Andy had to get Ellen's permission for that because Ellen's not going to let anything fuck up her show. 
So Ellen must also be in favor of vaping in some sort of way to allow him to do that. But it did spawn other celebrities to come out. I thought it was beautiful. Um, I hope it continues because that's really what we need right now. We need some celebrities to come out and say, listen, this is crazy. This is an alternative. We can't do this. I know uh, as a fact, um, uh, the guy that does the fucking tattoo shows, I used to play in Jane's Addiction. Um, oh, what's his name? The guitar player. He played in Jane's Addiction. He has that tattoo oh. show. Um, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. He wears the makeup and the... But, uh, anyway, the former guitarist from Jane's Addiction, he... Um, advocated for uh, a few years ago for vaping because he used vaping to quit. Dave Navarro. Dave, thank you. Dave Navarro. Yeah. Dave Navarro used e-cigarettes, not only quit smoking, but quit nicotine. He got off cigarettes, he got off nicotine, and he quit everything altogether. And he's a very big proponent of it. And at the time, he was tweeting about how great that he thought it was, you know, because he was able to do this. So hopefully the celebrities will see what's going on because most celebrities hate Donald Trump, which is great too. And they'll come out and start doing positive things regarding vaping. Are the Democrats now going to switch their tune about vaping because Donald Trump is now for banning it? No. <laughs> no, they're not. I see that talk, too. Maybe the Democrats are going to change their mind. No, they're not. They're not going to change their mind. You know what they're going to say? Probably they're going to say, hey, this is the first thing that we agree with Donald Trump on. This is the first bipartisan thing we can come together. I, they're not going to change their tune. That's not going to happen. Uh, before I wrap up this podcast... Because it's been very exciting, and I'm happy to have Wayne and Jen here. We also have to discuss who needs to be representing our industry when it comes to these stories and the media. There's only one person that should be doing it. I watched, just before the show, and I recorded it. I'm going to play it for everybody. I watched the interview with Shepard Smith on Fox News Uh and Tony Abood, who is the president of the VTA. I'm not a fan of the VTA. I've been very vocal about that for years. And I'm not a fan of Tony Abood either. But I'm going to say this. I want to help you, VTA. I want to help you. He should not be speaking to anybody. He should not be on TV. He should not be being interviewed. He should not be speaking on behalf of the industry or anybody. He is not qualified to be speaking to media. What happened on the... And I know some people are saying, oh, Shepard Smith walked all over him. No, no, no. Because he allowed him to. They tried to walk all over Greg on that CNN this morning, and you're going to hear an expert, <laughs> someone who's fucking should be in front of, of television and media, how you handle that. Greg handled it beautifully, and that's how you handle it. Tony, hand, that, was a fu- that was embarrassing. He said in the interview that the industry was targeting kids at one point. I know. What oh. the fuck was he thinking when he said that? Are you crazy? How That man should not be on TV. I'm going to play. You people are going to be shocked. So I'm going to play Tony's interview, and then I'm going to play Greg on CNN so you can hear how you should be doing it. I think that all these vaping industry groups, wherever they are, there's some I haven't even heard of now that are out. I don't even know who the fuck they are. But they all need to get together and they all need to agree that Greg should be the only person the media is speaking to. When we came up with this idea of the American Vaping Association years and years ago, and we were putting this together, and you can listen to my podcast. I have it all on podcast from years and years ago. The whole goal of it, like I said, was to have the media have a place to go to and get the industry's side on things because at the time they were reporting just all this bad vaping stuff that nobody to turn to 
So the American Vapor Association could be a place where they can turn to to get media response regarding the vaping, what the vaping industry's response is to all these negative stories. Greg has made the AVA incredible. All Greg. Greg's done it. Greg is the fucking A. He's made it. It's incredible. He, you know, now it's to the point where the media, when they want a response from the industry, they go to the AVA, which is great. Unfortunately, you got the VTA and others out there saying, hey, we'll do interviews too. Shut up. Go away. Whenever <laughs> you want an interview, just say, go to Greg. Go to Greg Connolly. He needs to be the spokesperson for the entire fucking industry when it comes to magazines, television, anything there is. He's the most educated. He, he can come up with things when he's being attacked. He doesn't get walked over. He's what we need. That fucking shit on Fox was embarrassing. I understand that Shepard Smith had an agenda and he was walking all over him, but Tony allowed him to do it. You don't allow that. You don't allow that to happen. And you certainly don't say that the industry was marketing the kids. Are you fucking kidding me? If he said that to me, I would have said, no, Shep, they're not, they are not targeting kids. What they are targeting is 18 to 25-year-olds who, believe it or not, I, would have, I could have done better than that. And I shouldn't even fucking be on TV. That was crazy. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this. And then I'll play Greg's. I don't have all of Greg's interview. Why? Because CNN won't put it up. They only put up part of it. And the ones that were on YouTube were taken down. They took him down. You see that shit, Wayne? They fucking took it down. Any, any Gray Connolly CNN interview has been taken off YouTube. They do not want that whole thing out there. And I, if someone mm -hmm. has the audio to the entire thing, please, God, get it to me. Because it was incredible. And I understand why they don't want it out there. Because they, they fucking look stupid. Sanjay Gupta and that host looked pretty fucking stupid mm -hmm. i my well, greg made it made him look stupid yes. greg fucked them <laughs> <Dead>. up <laughs> and, and my, my wife who's not even like in the vaping or anything was like holy cow she couldn't believe it i mean it was riveting it got her out of bed yeah. she's like oh my god i mean it was so good but i do have most of it i don't have all of it but they did put up most of it so i didn't see this uh tony abood shepherd smith one though oh my god well you're you about oh boy you're i'm about, in for a treat i guess you're, oh yeah <laughs> you're about to hear it i mean this is her this i i can't believe okay so this is tony abood from eta on fox news yes or the other day with shepherd smith to the president's comments and apparent action that's pending on vaping let's turn to tony abood now executive director of the vapor technology association uh, tony thanks Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity, Shep. Is vaping safe? Vaping, what we know from the scientists is that vaping is safer uh, than smoking cigarettes. That's no, it why isn't. Public Health England. No, no, it isn't. I'm sorry? Um, actually, that's not true. Because I have a Google machine and access to the hmm. research, uh, is, which okay. is worse, smoking or vaping? Although e-cigarette vapor may not result in the obvious smell and visible smoke of traditional cigarettes, it still has a negative impact on air quality, especially when vaping indoors. There are no long-term studies to back up claims that the vapor from e-cigarettes is less harmful than conventional smoke. So why do you push that line? Well, because that's what Public Health England, the Royal College of Physicians, and even the American England. Cancer is it Society. Safe to vape? American Cancer Society says that e-cigarettes fall on the risk spectrum much closer to the patch and the gum and the lozenge than they do to toxic cigarettes. Here's what, so there here's is, what the American Lung Association says, quoting, e-cigarettes are not safe and can cause irreversible lung damage and lung disease. That's what they say. That's what the Lung Association says. That the is. Cancer Society says something different. And, and right now what we know can is that Can I get cancer from vaping or no? 
We don't know that. that what? But what we don't know is Wait what now. the American Wait, Cancer no, no, Society has said. No, no, that's not true. Said. Here's, oh the, here's the truth on cancer-causing. Vaping pumps cancer-causing substances into lungs. E-cigarettes have gained popularity as a safer and increasingly more fashionable alternative to traditional cigarettes, except experts warn that vaping causes e-cigarette users to inhale dangerous quantities of cancer-causing substances. That's right, isn't it? Look, the reality is, is that, that right or not? what they... Uh, we don't know if... I can't take it! The answer is no! That's not right! Why is... Uh, I'll keep on playing it. I'm sorry. My head's going to explode listening. That is right. Well, yeah, I, I we actually do know that we know okay. that nicotine... There's a, we, we do know that. And here's the thing. The, the reason I'm yeah. trying to get answers to pointed questions that aren't evasive or dodging is because right. for decades there was an industry that hooked generations of people on a substance that kills us. And people didn't know, oh, this is going to kill me. Like my mom didn't know, I'm going to smoke for 50 years and then I'm going to die with bad COPD because nobody told her back at the beginning. So and it doesn't right. feel like your industry is being completely safe with us when you say, we don't know. We do know. It definitely pumps carcinogens into our bodies. This is undeniable. You are looking at individual studies, right? Oh, dear. So the, and you're trying to draw <laughs> correlations. And the point is that even the FDA has looked at the significant harm reduction potential that e-cigarettes have, right? Were they so marketed no to children or no? There are some e-cigarettes that in the past have been marketed in inappropriate ways. And that's why we, Wait in now. 2017, Were they marketed to children? Out. That's what I'm saying. That, well, that, that is part of the problem. I so agree no, with you. I asked, that's why were we, they marketing to children, yes or no? I, I think, Shep, I said that, yes, in the past, oh. that that was, in fact, happening. And oh that's why we God. came out with marketing standards for the industry in 2017 and hand-delivered them to Commissioner Gottlieb in January of 2018 and implored him to enforce on marketing standards even more. And then we told like, our what, industry, but, 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 this but, is what you but need weren't to do. The, weren't the, the flavors marketed to kids? I, I, again, I, it's not... They? The answer is no! What's wrong with this fucking they, guy? What you're referring to. Flavors, I, I, the bubble I, I, gum, the rest, I, I, and even mints. Weren't they for kids? Look, so what we yeah, no, actually, that not. is not true. Ugh. What? That is not true. That's not what the science says. And Wait, the no, science I'm talking says about that the, the idea behind it all. When you make stuff called fruity or uh, creme brulee, are you marking that toward adults who've smoked their whole lives and want to stop, or toward children yes. who haven't picked up the smoking habit but might be good? Oh, well, the answer to that is you're marketing to adults. There's no question about that. A fruit there is a question about that, sir, with respect. There's a great question about it because the problem I is with children. That. We had a whole generation of kids who would, say, who would realize smoking's nasty. I'm not going to do it. And now they're running around in schools all over the country behind their backs or in the bathroom where the teachers can't catch yep. them. And they're getting addicted to nicotine. Do you have a problem right. representing an, a, a, an industry which addicts children to nicotine? We are not attempting to dig ch I know children you're not attempting to, but you are. Well, th so that is why we need to put all the tools uh. in place to help keep these products away from kids. And that is what, what hasn't how been discussed at all. How about the tools that the president said today? How about banning all the flavors because kids like the flavors? Is that a good idea? Ban them all, including mint uh, and, and, and all of them. I think what you'll see there is what the FDA predicted no, is that a good people idea. will return to smoking. No, it's not a good idea at all, and that's because adults are relying upon these flavors to quit smoking. That's true. And, and it's, 
and in fact, when that happens, when they want to get away from the tobacco flavor, what, what effectively is going to happen is that you're going to allow those people, the only flavor on the market is tobacco, right. and that is the product that's sold by Big Tobacco and not by the 20,000 to 100,000 vape shops around the country. And, you know, what, what, what people don't realize is that... Well, people uh, don't realize a lot of things because the manufacturers of these products and people within your association have some would argue, been less than completely honest with everyone. Because well, we've been very, they've been we've out been on very the stores, and they look really clean, and they look like, you know, and, and in come the kids, and now a bunch of kids are addicted to vaping. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, isn't it? Well, it, well, the reality is that... It is unfortunate the that the kids that bringing... have gotten addicted to nicotine, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, Shep, I'm a father. Oh, I've got three God. teens. No, I, feel I know you. what this issue is all about, right? And yeah, so okay. we have to deal. There's no question that we have to deal with this issue as we deal with sex, as we deal with drugs, as we deal with all of the issues that we deal with our kids. And when it comes to drugs in particular, one of the things that we always tell our kids is that you've got to stay away from these mm -hmm. things, especially because it's the black market problems. And it's the black market THC right. products that is what's driving this narrative recently. And that hasn't been getting the attention mm -hmm. that it needs. I'm this whole discussion about flavored yeast cigarettes on the basis of THC doesn't doesn't quite cut it I hear you changes are coming bunch of kids are hooked they're gonna see what they can do good luck to you it's nice of you to be here I appreciate it oh my god uh, <laughs> uh, Damn. It, this entire interview is triggering if you've ever been in an argument with a narcissist right <laughs> no I mean listen the, the, and, and again you know he got I, fucked up <laughs> <laughs> they're making excuses tony was being professional no no that wasn't being professional i'm sorry tony wasn't being they said he was being professional and and, and he was not, like a deer in the headlights yeah not wanting to enter and if you watch it actually watch it you could yes he is a deer in the headlights he doesn't know what to say he doesn't know what to do no that's not being professional yeah. you don't let somebody talk all over you like that and and, and spew all that and and when he c came up with the, are you targeting he, he agreed that the industry was targeting children are you fucking kidding me i can't that's believe he was confused he was completely in that confused i don't know what to say state and he just like uh 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 oh my god all right so and shep's badgering him that's i mean if shep fucked him up he fucked him up bad man but you that's, know what that does not sound good at all no but i'll let uh, let me tell you something if mr Connolly was on there that would have not have fucking happened that's yeah, why yeah. you know and it's not that greg would be unprofessional greg would simply now in the beginning of the interview and i'm going to play it now the cnn interview i don't have the beginning because they wouldn't put it up but in the beginning there was a couple times that the woman interrupted greg and he let her you know he was being nice but then when Sanjay came on and he saw that he was being uh, pretty much gangbanged, yeah, he said, no, I'm not going to have this. And he didn't let them walk all over him. That's the kind of person we need talking to the media. That shit that Tony did was fucking embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. Oh, my God, is that embarrassing. Never, ever, ever put that guy in front of a camera, a reporter, anybody ever again. And I don't want to fucking hear... Oh, he was, he was, Shep wouldn't let him get a word in and Shep, and he was just being professional. No, he didn't. He doesn't know what to fucking do. He has no idea what to do. This is what you do. This is only four minutes. I think the interview is probably maybe six or seven minutes, but this is the, what CNN put up of the interview that Greg did today. This is how you talk to the media like this. The, the, the issue, I think, and again, Mr. Connelly, you can, you can weigh in on this, but, but the issue is that I think there's been so much evidence of youth being targeted. 
you know, social media campaigns. We reported on this. He's making the argument about. And I think flavorings. he would disagree with that. I mean, I think. I mean, I'm not. I think he would disagree. I, I think he would agree with you that they shouldn't be targeted, and that that's where the focus. What, what have you done to prevent that from happening, though? I mean, you know, we've been reporting on these these campaigns, going into kids' schools, doing things on social media, trying to trying to really target kids where they're spending time, where they're living. That's been happening by people within your association. What what is the American Vaping Association doing to address those sorts of things? First, we've never sent anyone into schools to talk to children. That was the actions of one company, Juul, and Juul, which has about 35, 40% of the market. They've decided to accede to President Trump's flavor ban. Let's target them. They are the main concern. Uh, Dr. Gottlieb, the former commissioner of the FDA, talked about this last night. Juul should be the target of FDA investigations. Closed pod systems that are especially popular with youth over the past couple of years. But Dr. Gottlieb brought up there are vape shops all across this country, adult-only establishments that are going to be shut down by this rule. And so the FDA could be narrowly tailoring their enforcement. Instead, you're going to shut down about 10,000 businesses who rely on selling flavored products to legal adults throughout this country. And Mr. Conley, do you think that the fact that vaping allows kids to conceal it better than smoking? You know, Sanjay and I were talking about in a previous segment that, that some kids are vaping at school. We all know that every parent who has a middle school or a high school kid knows that there is a vaping epidemic right now in schools. Even in classes, kids uh, are concealing it and sometimes getting busted for it because obviously it doesn't emit the smoke. So do you think that the device itself is a problem or helping lead to kids using it. Some of the many things that lead adults to know that vaping is a smarter alternative to smoking and want to make the switch, such as the lack of ash, the lack of a lingering smell, yes, they can make it easier for youth to use the products. But that doesn't mean that prohibition and just opening up a black market, when in the age of the internet, good luck preventing uh, social media and eBay sales continuing, not to mention black market manufacturing. Prohibition isn't going to stop youth from obtaining these products and using them in schools. Prohibition has not stopped uh, a large percentage of youth from continuing to use marijuana, both in legal and illegal states. Okay, Sanjay, I'll give you the last one. Can you say for sure this is safe? I mean, this is ultimately what it comes no down to. No one says, no one, that's not what it ultimately comes down sure to. Because is. this is about that, that, harm reduction. The well, Royal no. College of Physicians, Public you Health England, Cancer Research UK, have all said that vaping is at least 95% safer than smoking. Safer. That is a, this is about harm reduction and giving smokers a better option than continuing to smoke. you got 500 people who are sick. And the FDA agrees these products are far deaths. less hazardous. That's From contaminated THC We just don't know that, Mr. Conley. You're making that leap. We don't know that. I mean, at least not the CDC and the we government officials do, do not know. No, they don't. They say, yeah. I mean, I just the read FDA to you. Issued they a have specific warning. Not, the FDA issued they have a specific not issued warning any only conclusion. about contaminated THC products. The, the CDC, well, why the, did the FDA American decide? Medical Association. Why did the FDA decide that only contaminated THC products warranted a big warning? Why, if the FDA has You're any leaping concern, to, let, let me just give you one last example. Mr. Conley, hold on one second. There's a 17-year-old in Texas right now who is on life Who admitted support. to vaping THC, I believe. No, whose mother said I that she was using yesterday. vaping, according to the local media, she, she was using vaping to stop smoking, exactly what you're suggesting that she do, and she has double pneumonia and she's on life support right now. So my point is this. You, you are reaching a conclusion that officials have not yet reached. Lipoid pneumonia comes from inhaling oils. There are no oils in nicotine. <laughs> you can also get pneumonia from being a smoker. Will come out.
Just to be the clear, the CDC. You get regular pneumonia. You can't get lipoid pneumonia. Let's be clear. Let's also be clear. The, the CDC, the American Medical Association, industry. have said you should not. We should not be vaping. This is CDC, the American Medical Association. The American Medical Association has opposed vaping for ten years. They are adamantly opposed to any yes. form of tobacco harm reduction for smokers. That should not come as a surprise to anyone familiar with this debate. Okay, uh, Mr. Conley. Smokers should know they can save their lives and prove their health by switching to store-bought nicotine vaping products. Don't be scared off by activists who are trying to keep you smoking. Mr. Conley, you have made your case loud and clear here. Thank you. We thank you for coming on New Day. Thanks so much, and Sanjay. Thank and that's how you conduct an interview. That's how you conduct an interview. That's how you do it. <laughs> oh, I wish I wish I could play the beginning of it because it was so great. When, 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 that, there's one point that Sanjay Gupta comes on and Greg actually scolds him. He says, you know, you're wrong about marijuana. Um, and what, what, oh, yeah, I saw that clip. Yeah. You know, you're wrong about marijuana. Let's hope that, uh, you know, you, you know, when you when you find out you're wrong about this. I mean, he just went after them. That's how you conduct an interview. Now, you see what happened. They started to try to walk and talk all over Greg and walk all over him, but he didn't allow it to happen. And it's not about not being professional. Greg was very professional, okay? But he just simply wasn't going to be walked over, and he was going to get he his point He just simply out. kept talking. Yes. <laughs> like, and, I'm not going to let you. <laughs> nope. He's not going to let me, and he got his point. That's who we need speaking to the media, okay? So, VTA, even though I'm not a fan of yours, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some advice. Don't ever, ever, ever... Put that Tony Abood guy in front of a camera or, or or anybody, not even a magazine, ever again. Never, ever. That was a huge mistake. We need one person speaking out on the behalf of the entire industry. That's Greg Ray Connolly. That's all, that's all we need speaking. If anybody wants to speak to you, say, no, don't speak to us. Go speak to Greg. He's the guy you want to speak to. Okay? Because that There's was a, a bunch of uh, articles as well online saying, like, vaping lobbyists destroyed by Shep Smith. And there's dozens of them. Yeah. Oh, it's horrific. What? In fact, Wayne, it's good. When I was trying to find the the um, audio to record for this to play, you're right. There's tons of. There was one guy that did a YouTube video where he's like discussing it while he's playing it. I mean, it's all over the place. That this guy got owned by fucking Shepard Smith. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. So, people make mistakes. You made a mistake, BTA. It's okay. You know, we, I, I, everybody forgives you. Just don't ever do it again. Don't put that guy out there again. That was a huge fucking mistake. Any and all media inquiries should be referred to Gray Connolly, the American Vaping Association. Uh, believe me, that's who you want dealing with it. You, you, you don't know what you're doing. You just gotta, you gotta stay away. So, I think that's it. I think I got everything out, and it only took me an hour and forty-two. <laughs> 42 minutes and I'm not even going to bring up uh, Epstein because Jen will start going off about that and I can't go off about <laughs> Epstein right now because I'm still fascinated by that fucking Epstein shit and, and, it's, and it's sad because it's like out of the media now nobody really cares oh there's so much still oh. wait 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 wait. do you think that he was murdered absolutely oh, God, yes absolutely oh, so you both do okay yes he was murdered okay. there's no question um I I've lived... but even if he wasn't murdered he was they were still so neglectful to allow him to commit suicide that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. And believe yeah. me, that didn't happen in, in, no. in a New York City fucking odd. prison. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, in New York City, certain people, okay, put it this way, Wayne, certain people kind of like run and own New York City. And uh, it's pretty easy if you want, I mean, if you're in that whole crowd to, you know, get somebody bumped off uh, if you need to. He, he, there's no question. He was definitely uh, murdered. He knew too much. Um, 
and uh, but I do believe that he did try to commit suicide, and I, and I do believe he wanted out at that point. I mean, he knew how fucked he was, and uh, but but there was a, a a one little blip I heard about his lawyer saying the day before he committed suicide, in quotes, he had agreed to turn coat. He right. was going to spill the beans on everything right. and everybody. Right. And he was happy after he met with his lawyers for 12 hours the day before. Yes. And then commit suicide. That's right. 110% fishy. Exactly. I think he's still alive. That's also a possibility. Uh, yeah, that's a possibility, too, that he's still alive. And, 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 and uh, they took him out. Listen, I've brought up the fact that I, I think that these, uh, these THC carts that are harming all these people across the country, I personally think they were planted. I think mm-hmm. that this whole thing was orchestrated. I think from no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can believe that. Yeah, though. well, I know, and then I have other people tell me that's crazy, but I, I really, <laughs> I really do believe it because just, I mean, just look at how it went. I mean, it went so fast. We went from like maybe what three weeks ago, from people getting sick to all of a sudden the president of the United States announcing he wants to ban all flavored e-liquids. I mean, there's no way this wasn't orchestrated. Somehow this was fucked. And I know people are saying, well. The 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 uh, the the sicknesses that wasn't orchestrated that really happened, but they just jumped on that opportunity. It could be, it could be they just jumped on that opportunity and they took it and they ran with it. But I I have a hard time believing that. I really believe that someone went to the lengths of putting out these damaging fucking carts out into the streets, knowing they'll never get caught doing it, knowing it would make all these people sick, knowing they could blame it on vaping, and knowing what the reaction of the country and the president, everybody else would be to the point of what's going on now. I really do. I really believe that. I, I can't prove it. And again, it's just a theory, but I don't know. It just seems. I, I think that this is what I think. Mm-hmm. I spoke to that cannabis guy. I think that Michael Bloomberg, because he, he's in big pharma, he's got the deep ties. I think he was hearing reports that these people were getting sick. He used that as the opportunity to throw that donation out there. The whole, you know, and history kind of went from there. I, I think right. that they jumped on it once they started hearing reports of this because it was a ticking time bomb. I mean, marijuana is using oil. They're fucking inhaling oil. They yeah. keep inhaling oil and they think it's going to be okay. Yeah, right. But they've been doing it for three years. And I know TPA's thickener stuff came out in the last probably year or so because yeah. their thinners were out the year before. And they've had those um, terpenes, just the straight molecules, out for at least a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And... The oils things are a little bit newer that are made for edibles, but it, it, it's possible that people are getting those oil th- the oils for edibles and using them in vape cartridges. It's possible that it was the thickeners and it's just sprinkled across the country because people are idiots. That's possible. Right. But they've been vaping the medium chain triglycerides for at least three to four years and nobody's had lipid pneumonia from it as far as we know. Right. Mm-hmm. So why is it suddenly now? Yeah, but if there's also the the there's other isomers of of vitamin E that could be a problem. It might not even be, be the vitamin E. It might be something else. It'd no, and really... that may have just been a connecting thing. That's all. Yeah. These just all happen to have this, but that may have had nothing to do with it. Right. Well, there is one sh- like one thing that is a constant, and it is the THC cartridges. We know that. Yes. It has something to do with them. Something's in there that. I mean, it's that's a lot of people are sick. It's 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 no laughing matter, you know. No, no, it's not, and and it's something that unfortunately got out there, and uh, I believe people have already been busted for it. They're already making arrest, and I yeah. and I think Reg is correct. It's going to take a few months, but I think in a few months, at some point, the CDC will finally announce, 
okay, it was THC. It wasn't actually, you know, because they're going to have to at some point. They can't keep this up forever. And, but, but the damage has already been done. So that's why it's very important. Uh, don't, you know, there's nothing you can do about the president and his horse shit and, 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 and what they're doing. What you can, well, actually, I take that back. What you can do is you can call, you can email. Definitely call an email. Let him know. I'm not happy with this. All you really have to say is, I was going to vote for you, but now that you want to ban flavored liquids, I'm not going to. That's all you got to say. That's what I said in my email. And plus, we can also give him your suggestion. Absolutely. I think it's a great suggestion. I think it's the solution. But I think he's going to find that out through other sources anyway. I don't believe for a second he's going to go through with this. When he realizes that this is a billion-dollar-plus industry and it's going to destroy it, there's no fucking way he can stand up there and say, I'm a Republican, and do that. The, The Republicans won't let him. They'll say, no fucking way are you doing that. They're going to put a stop to that. And it's funny because the media... Um, is using this as an opportunity, and, and this is what I saw all day on the news today. Oh, yeah, he's banning vaping, but what about guns? Oh, he can va- mm. ban e-cigarettes in 30 days, but he can't ban guns in 30 days? Oh, why can't he get background checked? Da, da, da. You know, they're, they're just going on, they're just using it to, to push their whole gun fucking narrative, which is just a whole nother story and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on. That's what I'm doing here in the state of Connecticut. I'm proposing a Nick cap, no e-liquids that contain over 25 milligrams of nicotine will be allowed, and any flavored e-liquid products are only to be sold in dedicated vape shops. I think they're going to agree to those two things. It eliminates Juul. It makes everybody happy. Juul is gone. We're happy. We get to stay in business, and we can all go on with our lives. I will keep you up, uh, updated on what's going to happen with it. Um, the first thing I need to do is get an appointment with the with the governor, which I will do. I will not stop. I don't care if it's I'm getting an appointment with the governor. Fuck that. I'm getting an appointment with the governor. I will make sure it happens and I'll keep everybody updated. Um, I want to thank Jen for coming on. I like having Jen on. Jen's going to be on again because I like her because she knows when to yep. talk. She's very knowledgeable. She's very smart. And I find her very interesting. And and we need to have a conspiracy show about Epstein. We do. We <laughs> Just because it'll yes. be fun. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, Jen is the most wonderful, wonderful person on Facebook. You post something, she's going to write a mile-long uh, response about it. It's great. Are you the one? You know, I, I, I did you do? I, I think it was you. So I was. It was my daughter's birthday the other day, and. We took her, she had school, so she's in preschool. So after preschool, we took her to the uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. We took her to the Springfield Zoo. It's called Zoo in the Forest. It was a little zoo, but it was the coolest thing ever. There was, like, nobody there. You got to go go up close to the animals. I mean, it was just awesome. I mean, they had everything there. Kangaroos, fucking all kinds of shit, monkeys, everything. So anyway, they had these emus there. And... I've always been fascinated by emus because when you look at one, they always seem like like they understand what you're saying, you know? Like, they have this look like, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. You know, like, they can almost understand what I'm saying. So this emu walks up, and I'm like, hey, you know, and I'm just looking at it. I'm like, hey, emu. And then I go to take a picture of the emu. The emu did not like that. <laughs> it started to growl at me. Like... Like, like a real growl. First it went like, you know, like a little growl. Then it went like, like a big growl, like, and my wife's like, get the fuck away from that thing. So I I got away. I I didn't know they growled. Like, I didn't know emus growled. It sounded like a, like, like a dog that was like about to attack me growling. So I posted this on my Facebook. I just said, you know, I didn't know emus growled. I mean, that's shocking to me. And Jen 
That was you, Jen, right? Yeah. You put a whole comment about the history of emus. Well, you know, they came from dinosaurs back in the day, and da 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 da. That was actually a short comment too. It was like they're they're descended from like dinosaurs. Yes, it was one of your short comments, but yes, but you you know, you get an education on emus, which which was interesting. (laughs) Which I kind of figured they were they were from dinosaurs because I mean they're really big. I mean it was it was a big fucking bird. Well, really, it's the the prehistoric birds came first and they were like five ten times bigger than emus right and before that were dinosaurs right so they're kind of like raptor babies right <laughs> but jen is very very filled with knowledge i know you're a reader you must be a reader because you have so much knowledge <laughs> yeah you, well you definitely read i mean you know it's just true wayne people that read are just smart i mean i'm not a reader i just watch tv i don't give a fuck about reading a book or anything but uh yeah, find so, a question, and I have to find the answer. Right, <laughs> and, and and Wayne's going to be on again because I just like Wayne. I think he has a lot to say. You know, it's a shame is Wayne for years harassed me. He's like, "You dummy, why don't you ever have, have me on your fucking show? I got my own thing going on." You know, and I was just like, uh, "Who's this guy?" Uh, <laughs> I was wrong. I <laughs> I should have had him on a long time ago. Wayne's full of knowledge. Wayne's a great guest. I like having Wayne on. So, but yeah, Wayne's interview, if anybody hasn't seen it, go see, watch his interview with the uh, cannabis guy. It was really good. Yes, that's right. He did an interview with the cannabis guy. Where, where, where can they watch that, Wayne? Where's the interview? Uh, DIYordievaping.com, right on the front page. DIYordievaping.com. Yes, Wayne did an interview with, and who is he now? He, he's involved in the marijuana industry, but what exactly does he do in the industry? Like, He's a developer. He makes all the products. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he would definitely know. That's, oh, so you questioned him about, you know, that that's interesting, about the sicknesses. Yeah. And yes, I'm going to watch. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it now, actually. I'm going to hang up with everybody and end <laughs> the show and go watch it while I hopefully have some dinner, if there's any left. Okay. Wayne. You can join Wayne tomorrow night on his live mixing and learn how to DIY. And my show on Sunday on Flavor Pro, Jen and I will be talking about intro stuff, too. Yes, yes. If, if you want to learn to DIY, Wayne is the guy to go to. And if you want to learn really about anything else, just talk to Jen. <laughs> she is well, fun. we do DIY too, but the last few weeks has been nothing but like ranting about regulations. Right. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, we need to be vigilant and we need to, to speak up and, and, and let people know that this is outrageous and let them know that this keeps you off cigarettes and everything else and blah, blah, blah. But don't panic. I know it's hard not to panic. You know, I got a text from my mother this morning. Oh, my God, you're out of business. I'm like, no, I'm not out of business. Well, they're banning flavored e-cig. Well, no. <laughs> you know, it. just relax. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be worked out. You know, there was a tobacco uh, uh, industry attorney that tweeted the other day. And I'll tell you what he said, just so everybody kind of relaxes. And this is a guy that has worked, that works in tobacco control, Completely understands. Hang on, let me bring it up. It was a tweet he did yesterday. He said, let me find it. Oh, all tobacco stocks went up today, by the way. All the tobacco okay. stocks went up with the announcement of banning flavored e-cigs. So, okay. His name is Desmond Jensen. He said, I get that everyone is excited that the White House is pushing FDA tobacco on flavored e-cigarettes. But we seem to be forgetting that, number one, the FDA has to do it. Number two, the government has to defend the inevitable litigation. And number three, the FDA has to actually enforce the policy. None of that is going to happen with the speed that we all want it to. We're still months or potentially years away from an implementing FDA policy. 
Also, as with everything FDA tobacco, I believe it when I'll see it, <laughs> which is true. I'll believe it when I see it. They haven't enforced shit. Yeah, how many illegal companies? Are, how many companies out there are, are there right now selling uh, products that are registered? They're not doing anything. They're not doing. How a many that thing. got warning letters are still selling their products? That's right, because the FDA is not doing shit. So yeah, and, that and came, they're going to continue even, you know, it's just going to keep going. Right. And that came from an attorney who's been working in tobacco for years. So listen, relax. It's not the end. It's not the end of the world yet. It's not good what's happening. Believe me. But it's not the end of the world. And uh, go listen to Wayne and listen to Jen and watch their shows and take it easy. Because they talk about fun things like mixing juice. And uh, 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 Jen just made an Earl Grey tea. Are, in fact, uh, Wayne and Jen, give me your addresses when you're done in the Skype. I'm going to send you Earl Grey tea. Tea Time has Earl Grey tea now. Mm. Um, I'd it, love to try some. Oh. Yeah. Send it, me your whole line. I want to try your whole line. Yeah. You want to try my whole line? Okay, I'll send you my whole line. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I've had I'd the cherry before. I haven't had the other I'll, ones. I'll split it and send it to my co-host, too. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll send you guys the whole line. because And then I'll clone it and I'll release the rest of it. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. I, right. I won't clone it because I probably could. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, now Kevin, now Kevin doesn't want to send it to us. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll send it to you. Listen, I'll send it to you. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very blessed to have the company I have right now. Our customers are so loyal. They're great. They, they, they. they I just, I can't believe that Tea Time is like doing as well as it's doing. I, I I'm, I'm shocked. I'm still, it's been how long and I'm still shocked. I just, I can't believe it, but uh, I'm very happy. I, I recommend you all over the place. People are like, oh, I want something without sucralose. Oh, go check out Kevin's line. Yeah. I yeah, mean, man, you should be proud. Well, thank you, Wayne. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, I will send you guys some. Uh, you definitely have to try it. Uh, check them out, uh, DIYordieVaping.com. And Jen, you can see at, uh, where are you on YouTube? It's yeah, I have FlavorPro.com and my YouTube channel is FlavorPro as well. FlavorPro.com. Beautiful. Thank you, guys. Thank you Thanks both for Kevin, having us on. on. Kevin, I love you. We'll catch you later, buddy. I love you guys, too. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Bye. All right, bye. All right. Beautiful. That's it. That's the show. And this will go up on the replay because the audio is perfecto. I will fix the phone lines. For next podcast, I promise you. When's the next podcast going to be, Kevin? I don't know. When I feel like it. When something comes up. When I've got something to say is when the next podcast will happen. So anyway, that is it. I'm done. I am out. Have a good evening. I will be back again soon.